0: Hello and welcome to the guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. What is going to be the last um, Arsenal Transfer Show in this iteration of 2023? Because tomorrow, with it being the end of the transfer window, of course, yesterday the Arsenal News Show will be returning uh, tomorrow. So although we'll still be live 8am, nothing's changing in regards to that. The uh, the colours, the backgrounds, the thumbnails, you know, will all be the inverted uh, colours instead. We know we love inversion at Arsenal, so uh, you'll have your, your white Arsenal news uh, kind of thumbnails and stuff. The white, red and gold will be slightly different. Um, but uh, yes, it's been, you know, thank you for joining us on this journey the last three, four months. What we do this, we start this the month before, so um, June, May, June, July August, four months worth of 8 a.m. shows. Thank you to everyone that, that's tuned in across the summer and I hope that you'll continue to continue to tune in um, at the 8 a.m. time as we go through the course of this season toward the January transfer window. The Arsenal transfer show will then return in December, a month before the uh, January window opens. Is how we run these. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody that's done. I hope that you've appreciated all the hard work ...that goes into putting on these shows every single morning. And as I say, it's not going anywhere. We're carrying on doing that. Um, but I've got to be quick this morning because, as you can tell, I'm, I'm dressed in a certain way... ...which will probably give you a little bit of an indication about uh, what my morning is consisting of. Um, so we've got a quick one to do this morning and round up everything that happened yesterday. Right. Good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Uh, good morning to Max Amir, to Black Good morning to Jose, Ronald. Good morning to Penny Ween, to Louis, Julian. Good morning to SJ Chan, Matt G., Uh, who else have we got? Uh, uh, we've got Scott, Andy, uh, who else? Barry in the chat box, Temi. Thank you to everybody. Uh, really appreciate you tuning in. It's very much appreciated. And, uh, Scott with a couple of nice super stickers in the chat box as well. Very kind of you indeed. Right. Uh, let's jump into those stories. First of all, uh, if you're not happy with just, uh, about 15 or so minutes of, of insight this morning, go back and watch our, Let's Talk Arsenal show from last night that we did of why Arsenal have not signed anyone. We also did an Arsenal transfer show, phone-in or call-in show yesterday, so make sure you tune in for that. We had a good laugh at some of the funnier points of the window, and we had a good laugh at the people that put things like this into chat boxes. I'll tether out. (laughs) So, yeah, make sure that uh, you're not uh, getting involved with that kind of chaotic mess. Um, Arsenal's end of the season. Had four recruits in it as well. Of course, Declan Rice, David Raya, Kaya Havertz and Jurian Timber all joining the club. Uh, It's two off what I wanted to see. I wanted to see another defender after Timber got injured. I wanted to see another forward. And of course, to be honest, it was only really one more. Um, But uh, Timber's injury, of course, changed that, which was really uh, disappointing, sadly. Um, And uh, certainly... I was hoping that Arsenal might react to it. There's good reasons why they didn't. And we talked about that at length in yesterday's show. So as I say, please do indeed tune into that one to find out your explanations as to why Arsenal end up signing only the four players in the summer. Despite that, and despite our frustrations around um, how many players we were able to not get out of the club, we still managed to move on a massive 13 players um, from the team in the end, which is kind of mad uh in terms of permanent deals Balogun joined Monaco Jaka joined by Leverkusen Matt Turner joined Nottingham Forest Austin Trusty joined Sheffield United Pablo Murray joined Monza Rob Holding went to Crystal Palace Ainsley McNeil's left for free uh to Leon. we had a few loan transfers as well Kieran Tinney's going to Real Sociedad uh we've had Nuno Tavares go to Nottingham Forest with Matt Turner of course Marquinhos has gone to Nantes for the season Arthur Okonkwo has gone to Wrexham. I reported this yesterday, but there is no intention of Arsenal to extend that contract of Arthur Okonkwo, Um, and he only has the one year left on his deal. So that is expected to see him come to an end of his Arsenal time at the end of this season um, unless he pulls off a very, very good season and Arsenal decides to renegotiate a new contract. But it's my understanding that they are not looking to renegotiate that contract. Um, Albert Samuel Okonga, Also left on loan on deadline day and has joined Luton for the course of this season. And we also added some benefits in terms of sell-on clauses. Matteo Genduzzi went to Lazio and we got a uh, 10% sell-on benefit from him. Uh, Konstantinos Mavropanos joined West Ham from Stuttgart and we got... A sell-on benefit from him. Alex Awobi left Everton and joined Fulham. Um, and it's my understanding, and I reported this yesterday, that there was no sell-on clauses inserted into the deal that saw him join Everton. So Arsenal didn't make anything from that Alex Awobi move from Everton to Fulham-Arsenal. I'm told, are very happy with the £35 million that they made back in 2019. So no sell on there, but uh, yes, very, very good indeed, I think, in regards to as many as we could move out on paper. The frustration is obviously that we weren't able to move out everybody that we had to move out to be able to bring in the players at the end of the window. Cedric and Pepe still at the club, still very much a part of, of the team at the moment, the squad, but there is expectations that both of them could leave before the closure of the both Saudi and Turkish um, transfer windows so either of them could leave Uh, there's also a period of time where I think free agents can be signed up still Um, so that's worth pointing out so we could see the termination of their contracts and then they might end up moving elsewhere also so they ended up uh, not uh, moving on from the club which is You know, a little bit of a frustration, I think, uh, especially for Arsenal, that we weren't able to move on the players that we needed to move on. Um, But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see if there's any um, further movement. We also had a lot of Arsenal youngsters um, leave the club as well uh, this season. Uh, Matt Smith, Tom Smith uh, and Joel Idaho and Zach all left on free transfers. Uh, Nikolai Moller, Ben Cottrell and Mazido Gungbo left for small fees. Uh, they went to St. Gallum, NS Mura and Barrow, respectively. And we had quite a lot of loan transfers as well. Charlie Patino went to Swansea on loan. Brook Norton Cuffey's gone to Millwall. Tyrese john Jules has gone to Derby. Salah Adinu Hand has gone to FC Den Bosch. Omar Rekic ye- left today, yesterday, yesterday, left for Wigan. Uh, Mika Bireth has gone to Motherwell. is already injured there. Catalin uh, Kurjan has gone back to Romania and Uh, has gone on loan to FC Rapid 1923. Uh, I think it's a Romanian side. It is indeed. Uh, Nathan uh, Butler-Oyadegi has gone to Cheltenham on loan in League One for the rest of the season. Uh, Hubert Grasic, the goalkeeper, has gone to Slough for the season. Billy Vigar, who spent time with Derby's under-21s last season, has gone to Eastbourne. Um, Henry Jeffcott has gone to Derby's under-21s for this season. Mauro Bandera, exciting young Portuguese player, has been on our Europa League squad a few times. Uh, he has also left the club for Colchester United and George Lewis, the Norwegian 23 year old winger uh, left as a free agent and is still yet to find a club at the moment, as far as we're aware. So that's all of Arsenal's business. Um, just to kind of round that all off. And Mikel Arteta. I faced the press yesterday. He talked about the fact that he wasn't expecting anybody to come in, um, which wasn't surprising in any way, shape, or form. Uh, There's a really good. If you want to watch the full thing, the Arsenal way, I believe, have the clips that you can watch it. Um, there was an embargoed section which went live at 10:30 PM last night that you probably want to catch up on if you've not yet read through the transcript of that. He talks about Pepe in that press conference. Um, he talks about how that they're trying to still find a solution for him. He talks a lot about Kai Havertz and kind of the, the fact we need to give him time. And He talks about the 40-odd-plus formations that we've used uh, this season as well. And really kind of, it looked like he got quite, um, not agitated is probably the wrong word, but he got very defensive around that side of the formations and things like that. So let's wait and see if we see 67 formations in the game against Man United. On Sunday. Well, right, we're going to go to your questions in part two for a very quick part two right after this. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box, shall we, and try and tackle as many questions in the space of about eight minutes as we can. Let's see if we can do this as fast and as feasibly as possible. Um, Penny Williams says, I personally had a very good window across the club, but I'm being told I'm naive and dumb. Isn't it okay to just be happy and enjoy the ride rather than worrying about things that are out of my control. Uh, don't let people tell you that you're not know, even dumb, just block them and move on. It's not worth being abused, pennyween online, just block them and move on. It's just not worth entertaining them, to be honest. Um, I think when it comes to uh the way in which you personally or anybody uh, interacts with the window or views the window, everyone's entitled to their own opinion if you're as long as you're being respectful and not being abusive towards anybody, of course. Um and I think that. What people will feel is very mixed about the window. I'm mixed about the window. I'm very happy with Rice and uh, Raya, and you know, I'm still the jury's very much out on Havertz. I think we can, it's fair to say. And I was absolutely ecstatic with Timber, but obviously, the loss of Timber has changed things dramatically, and these. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The lack of uh, getting the deals done as quickly as feasibly possible has really affected things. I reported yesterday that... Arsenal were very frustrated that Palace only materialised their interests on deadline day for holding, that Forrest, it took until deadline day to get that deal for Nuno Tavares done, that they were only able to move out Sambi La on deadline day. Um, there's frustration that, you know, the deals that were done on deadline day and the deals that weren't done in the form of Cedric and Pepe, you know, those unfortunately have stopped us from, um, sadly, moving more another player in. Um, And certainly for those that think that Arteta decided not to sign someone or that Edu decided not to sign somebody and it's their decision to leave us short, I can tell you factually that's not the case. That they would certainly, if they've been able to move the players out quick enough, been able to have brought somebody else in. But we couldn't. Um, It's to do with space. It's to do with financial fair play. All of these things come in. Yes, I think there were players that moved on loan. Bella Kotchap joined PSV. And at the time I saw that loan move and I was quite frustrated to see that loan because I thought, you know, maybe that's one that we could have done. But people do fairly point out that he's going to play at PSV. He's going to get regular game time. Why would he join Arsenal on loan and not play? It doesn't help out Southampton. Um, so there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. Um, I try and find out as much as I feasibly can. But yeah, that is that is the situation. Um, so we can all batter Arsenal and be frustrated at them leaving us short again. But sadly, that that is the hand that, that we are dealt. Um, it's not a case of sacking Edu and bringing someone else in who could do a better job. That is the hand that we were dealt. We aren't able to sell players that there aren't interest in for or that there are obstacles created by the players themselves, Pepe in particular. I've heard rumours suggesting that, you know, offers have been made, but he's turned plenty of them down. That He wasn't able to be moved on quick enough. So um yeah it's 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 frustrating but it's what we are now dealing with until January. It's also worth pointing out that we still have 26 senior members of the squad so remember we can only register 25 of those um for uh, for the season of course Yuri and Timber will not be one of those players I imagine that is registered because uh, his injury will keep him out until the long term. So I'd be surprised if Timber, unless he's already been registered and had to be registered for him to play at the start of the season. But uh, I'll be surprised if that, I don't know if that helps us in any way, shape, or form. I'm not sure how that really works out that way. Um, but Pepe and Cedric at the moment will be looked at as, you know, they will train, they'll be part of the squad until they are found, until a solution is found for those players. Uh, Rance said, how much did we end up making on sales? Which is a a completely fair question to ask in terms of, Sales, uh, Arsenal, I'm going to have to do some quick maths for you uh, in my head to the best of my understanding of of what we made for those players. Um, Let's have a quick look, shall we? So uh, outgoings, transfers, current seasons, transfers. Uh, I would recommend not using transfer marks because they don't have the right valuations for players on there. You know, they've got Balogun down as 30 million. They've got Xhaka down as 15 million. These aren't right uh, valuations for what Arsenal made. So Arsenal, uh, including add-ons for players, Balogun, Was 34.4. Xhaka was 21.5. Matt Turner was 10. Austin Trusty was 5. Pablo Maria was about 4. Kieran Tierney, we got a 1.5 million or 2 million pound loan fee. Around 1.5 to 2 million pound loan fee with him. Rob holding, uh, I've heard really mixed reports around Rob Holding. I got told from someone inside Arsenal that it was four million in the region of four million with no add-ons. But then I've seen David Ornstein has reported this morning that it's one with 2.5 million in add-ons. So I genuinely don't know (laughs) because the person I know that told me the information about the Rob Holding in the region of 4 million with no add-ons is you know is the person that you know gives me plenty of information about arsenal so i don't really know uh if there's been if that was just ended up changing at the last minute or there were some last minute changes and david ornstein's now got that last minute change i got the information fairly late last night around eight o'clock so uh it might be that there's some discrepancies around the uh the rob holding price um not to say that David isn't right, you know, he's very, very well connected. So uh, I would lean towards that. But I yeah, I was baffled to see that report with the, the add-ons included, to be honest, because the information was from a very, very well-trusted source. Uh the Nuno Tavares loan fee is around one million, and then there's an option to buy at around 15, I think is my understanding there, with including add-ons. Um, so I don't think there is much of a blown uh, a, a, a fee for La Congra. I think it's like less than a million pounds for that one. So we didn't break the 100 million. We obviously got some benefits from sell-on clause and stuff. We didn't end up breaking it. We got very close. Um, I think we ended up getting very close to 90, just to maybe just over 90 with the sell-on clause benefits, but overall, sadly, didn't break the 100, but we did get close to it as well. Um, Sharka says, how can West Ham get a better transfer window than Arsenal? Because teams are different contexts, mate, Sharky. They have to move on less players. They got a lot of money in for Declan Rice and brought players in. I personally wouldn't swap their transfer window. If you would, that's down to you. If you would swap Declan Rice for James Ward-Prowse, if you would swap Kai Havertz for Kudus, if you would swap uh, Uri and Timber for whichever defender they signed um, you know uh, it's up to you but I personally don't think that West Ham had a better window than Arsenal at all. Uh, Ian says one of the reasons our players even the fringe ones are not being sold for good in money is because we have not won the league in 20 years no Champions League trophy or maybe two to three times of proper challenging in 20 years. Um, I don't think that's the reason because there's plenty of teams that don't challenge for the league and get very good money for their players so I don't think that's necessarily a massive factor, to be honest. I might be overlooking it, but I don't think that's a massive factor in my view. Uh, PW says, we need to keep Cedric. He's okay, but we're lacking in numbers at the back and we'll regret letting Tini go. Arteta's refused to play and we'll come back to bite him. Um, I mean, I don't really buy the Tini criticism, to be honest. He wasn't using him. He was fourth choice, fifth choice when Timber was fit. He wanted to leave. He wanted to play. We say we'll regret letting him go, but he's the one that really pushed to move on. Um, Yes, we didn't play maybe as much as we could have done, but I look at the game against Liverpool last season where Tommy Asu was absolutely pivotal in helping us to shut down Salah and Nunez as much as we could. Had some really good performances there. I think people are writing off Kivior way too quickly as a left-back as well. We have three options in that position. Uh, With Timber, we had four, and Tinney was fifth choice at that point, so you can understand why he wanted to move on people say that you know why are we not using our strongest team and then pointing fingers at Arteta for not rotating enough there is so much hypocrisy at the moment they're really Really is. um And PW says they would have kept KT and Cedric. Well, Cedric's still here, but I don't know if he will be here for much longer or not. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Vegas Gunner says add ons are speculative. We undersold Balogun and Xhaka. Good window otherwise. Again, I always challenge people, and I'm still sitting here on the 2nd of September with no one able to come and tell me how they would have managed to get more money for Balogun No one's given me a genuine way to get more money. So, despite the fact that apparently we undersold Balogun which is factually incorrect, no one's still been able to tell me why or what they would have done to get more money for Balogun. That is a situation. That's the maximum value we could have got for him in this window because that's what the market dictated that we could get for Balogun during this window. And we really tried to get more and we were patient to try and get more, but that didn't end up happening because the only offer we got was that Monaco one in the end, um, which is the situation so if you think we undersold him it's not arsenal's fault sadly it's just the way that the market is uh jabu says we've got a unicorn player in declan rice for me that alone gives us about a six out of ten plus another unicorn player in timber that sadly got injured i for me it's a seven out of ten window for me um i really think that there is lots to be said about you know what we've done in this window if timber was fit it would have been a nine goes down to a seven without him and we didn't bring in a defender to get it up to an eight so i think a seven is a fair value those thinking it's a five or less i don't think there's a justification to say it's a five based upon the fact that we signed our priority targets in Two, arguably, well, definitely three with David Raya coming in and arguably four, depending on how you view the Kai Havert situation. But he was a priority of Arteta as we got four priority targets through the door. We beat clubs like Man City, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid to players this summer, which we, you know, have struggled to do in recent seasons. And yes, it's frustrating that we didn't get all the players in in the end that we wanted, but I'm very happy with the business that we've done. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm happy with what we've done. And I think that's what's really really important um that is going to bring us to the whistle stop tour end of today's show uh i am going to take a very well deserved rest today on deadline uh after deadline day yesterday was mad started work at six finished at about 10 o'clock um because i knew it wasn't going to go to 11 for arsenal but uh yeah it's it's a shame um and that's that's where we're at um But uh, I am looking forward to the season. I'm hoping that um, we can get a result against Manchester. We may do a preview tonight. I'm not sure, but we may do a preview tonight. So just be well aware of that. If you disagree with anything I've said, please let me know in the comment section below with your explanations. If you think that we undersold Balogun, I'm still waiting for somebody to come up with a very good explanation as to what they would have asked the club to do differently and how they would have gone about themselves getting more money. So if you've got that solution, I'd love to hear it try to be explained to me, please. Um, but thank you for listening everybody have a fantastic Saturday enjoy your weekend stay safe stay well stay relaxed and as always up the Arsenal it's the 90 plus minute